Welcome back to the 9 to 5 to Rich audio blog. I am back and you know who this is. This is Josh, 9 to 5 to Rich podcast, 9 to 5 to Rich audio blog, however you want to say it. And today I have a uh, jam-packed episode um, with full of updates and, and uh, you know, everything that's going on with um, with my e-commerce business. And I'm just um, excited to share, you know. Um, so, you know, it's been a while since we've been on, um, since I had the last episode. I mean, oh man, it's been, it's been, it's been hard, 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 long hours being worked. Um, just a lot of, uh, a lot of time, a lot of time putting into the business, a lot of time trying to figure things out, a lot of time, uh, looking for deals, a lot of time making deals, um, a lot of time taking care of the family and, and uh, being with the family as much as I as much as I can, and um, you know it's just uh, you know every day is is um, more work than there are hours, and that's just the truth. Um, at least for me right now, I am still at the um, I guess you could say beginning stages beginning stages of like um, entrepreneurship or business. What's up, man? Man. You good? Huh? You good? Yeah, I didn't want to say goodnight to you. Good night, little baby. Good night. Yeah. Good night. Good night. All right. Sorry for that um, um, interruption there. You know, just saying good night to the little one. But um, yeah, you know, it's it's just been it's just been long. Um, a lot of lessons being learned, a lot of, um, just, you know, just thinking as well as I'm going through this, like I'm, I'm thinking a lot about just a lot in terms of where I want to be, where I'm trying to go, what I'm trying to accomplish. Um, what am I good at? What do I like? What do I not like? You know, do I need a team or do I need help with this? Um, what systems do I need in place? um for for this process or it's just it's just a lot of deep thinking as well as a lot of hard work as well um you know you 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 got to i i don't i don't know where you are you know whoever's listening i don't know where you are in terms of entrepreneurship i don't know if you've ever done anything and you've just been kind of like reading books and you know talking to people or being in the facebook groups or you know following people on ig or whatever or if you have you know have started a a business before or or i don't know where you are in this journey but i mean you know i'm here to tell you um and it's not nothing that i didn't know before but it's just it's just really important to point out that there's nothing glamorous you know um you know, a lot of people, you know, like to show off and, you know, and, and, and say, hey, look what I'm doing. And, and, and sometimes people get people who are looking at that, they get an idea of some type of glamour, you know, entrepreneurship is some type of glamour. And, um, and that's, that's easy to 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 see it as because of, you know, um, because of Instagram or not, not because of Instagram, but because of the people on Instagram or Facebook or on social media who are just kind of like making it a little bit glamorous or YouTube, but you know, just don't buy into that. I mean, this is something that you really have to like want to do. 
you know if it's a side hustle yeah i mean sure if you got a if you got a full-time job or a full-time gig you got going on and you don't want to let that go and you just want to make some extra side money it, yeah it, it could be a little bit glamorous i mean because you can make five hundred thousand two thousand three thousand twenty thousand dollars a month more on top of what you're already making uh, at a full-time job that's that's freaking exciting you know so but if you're making you know two three thousand dollars in your business and all you're doing is your business uh it's not that exciting and um there's nothing glamorous about that it's just like man i gotta hustle more how do i hustle 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 and right now especially at the beginning stages it's all about the hustle you know you don't want to hustle forever some people do want to hustle forever that's what they like you know um they 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 live for the grind they live for the hustle but um, I'm starting to realize like, you know, the hustle is cool, you know, like it's really cool. But at some point, you know, you want to stop hustling, you know, you want to stop hustling and uh, build some type of uh, stability or and uh, some security in your income streams. Right. Um, you know, uh, if, if this is your first episode, you know, uh, I, I sell on Amazon, you know, primarily I uh, sell on Amazon, but I'm kind of. Um, I'm changing how I, I I've been changing how I view this uh, selling on Amazon thing, right? It's because it's more to it than that. It's it's uh, you got to think of yourself as an e-commerce business. You know, uh, it's easy to get trapped up into oh, I just sell on Amazon or I sell on Amazon. You know, because Amazon is probably the easiest platform to sell on, and I. I I just think it probably is the case, especially for people um, who are new to e-commerce. And it's kind of easy. Another reason why it's easy is because there's a lot more people who teach this kind of thing. There's a lot more people who uh, do this similar thing on Amazon um, opposed to uh, oh, I'm, uh, you don't really see too many. Well, I'm not saying you don't really see too many, but um the eBay sellers or or the uh, Poshmark sellers, you know, you, you you hear about them. They may have podcasts and they may have, you know, YouTube, YouTube videos and all those kind of things. But a lot of people, you know, Amazon has been the, uh, the kind of the forefront of where people go to sell um, e-commerce. And um, when I first started, it was easy to just, you know, get, get started on Amazon. I didn't really understand or really didn't know that, um you can sell on other platforms. I mean, I knew, but I just didn't really, didn't really think about it. And, you know, and, and I, now that I've kind of am looking at my, my business, um, a little more holistically, I'm starting to see opportunities, um, on other platforms. And I'm also seeing, um, opportunities on how I source for products, you know, how I find products for sale, um, which I, which I, which I hope if I don't forget, I hopefully I don't forget. I, I, I'll get back. I'll come back to that point. Um, um, I'll come back to that point, you know, later on, but, um, this episode, I want to share, um, just, you know, just some of the, some of the insights, some of the thoughts that been going through my mind. And also, um, Let's see. I think last episode I talked shortly about January, um, January results, uh, which weren't which weren't really by any by by my standards um, amazing or anything like that. Um, but I'll probably get into that a little bit. And also um, we'll talk about February, uh, February's results, February's in in the books and um, getting into some of that. Uh, I'll talk about some some. Um, um, you know, some, some pitfalls, some, some, you know, bad things that's been happening or, or, um, you know, talk about that or just, just some low points. Um, because it's mostly, you know, you know, this, this, this thing is up and down, you know, and, and, and as you progress, um, you know, 
as a business owner, you, you're going to have to learn how to manage these up and down emotions that you feel. Because, you know, most of the time, man, I'm just like, like, what am I doing? Like, for the first time, you know, uh, maybe like a couple weeks ago, I'm just like, like, am I even like, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, like, am I even, is this even smart what I'm doing? Should I even be doing this? Um, you know, you're just kind of just doubting yourself a little bit um it's because it's 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 intense you know especially when you're going at it the way i'm going at it which is like hardcore uh because um you know going full time into it and all that kind of stuff right so 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 let's um let's just backtrack a little bit right so um january um was pretty much like a lot of you know amazon sellers or maybe a lot of e-commerce sellers who are new to the new, new to the game um, if they've never experienced a uh, January, you know, um, if they never experienced a January, you know, after Q4. So if, they, if, if you're a seller or you um, haven't been selling, um, there's nothing like that January after you participated in Q4. Uh, Q4 is just, you know, a thing people say a lot in our industry uh, because pretty much everything sells. A lot of it sells. Everything, everything, a lot of everything sells, you know. Um, and there's some, some unique opportunities, uh, which I talked about in previous episodes that I took advantage of that I, where I made, I made, um, I made some very good decisions, I made some money and, um, it was, it was just great. You know, I can't wait to repeat that again this year, but what happens is in January, it's like, okay, you know, you, you have some of your Q4 items still selling, you know, so you're going to see some sales um, during that time, but you're also going to see some returns as well. You know, you got those people out there who will buy something, they'll buy something in November for Christmas um, and then or Hanukkah or whatever. Um, and then in January, return it, you know, so you get you get a few of that. But a lot of people are scared of that, which is not that big of a deal. I, I have very few, very few items of the uh i don't even know how many units i sold during that time i probably sold maybe a thousand i don't even know but uh q4 i sold a ton of stuff and um um i think i did about uh, sixty thousand in sales um i would i would just uh just ballpark it i don't have the number in front of me i probably sold about a thousand items um i probably have left um uh, maybe about um less than 10 less than 10 um, items that I still have that I bought to sell for for Christmas, um, um, it's not a big deal, you know, because what happens is they still sell. You know, I've been I've been selling some things, um, uh, I've been selling some of those Christmas things. I was selling those some some of them in February, you know, so um, which I'll get into. And um, you know, it's not a big fear because the the number is so low uh, in, re- in 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 relation to the amount of money that you're gonna make. So you gotta think of it as a net a net game, a net net game, right? So you're gonna make more. You know, you're gonna make more money than you know all the returns and whatever you you know all that stuff, right? So you're gonna you're gonna make more money still, you know. But anyways, but a January is uh, was really tough for me because. You know, I spent a lot of time from from um, I think maybe October, not October, maybe September. I started maybe September, uh, September, October, November, December, maybe not like late uh, late September. I focused a lot on uh, Q4. I was kind of late to the Q4 train. I didn't even know 
um, you know, I didn't even really know the opportunities that were in front of me right away. So um, that's why it's going to be, I think it's going to be amazing for me this year because I can actually prepare for Q4. I didn't really, you know, you want to prepare for Q4. You don't want to like, you know, jump in. Uh, I mean, you, 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 you preferably you want to, preferably you want to jump in prepared. I was just like, okay, I didn't, I saw something in front of me. I said, I got to act now. I got to act fast. And that's what I did. And um, it took a lot of time. You know, I spent, um, you know, September, October, November, December, um, actually September, October, November, um, around, around November 20th, I was able to kind of kick my feet up a little bit and just, uh, and just watch the sales go crazy um, and um, watch my sales go crazy. And, um, and it, it, during that time, it's not really a time to ch- try to f- source products, I don't think, in my opinion, because, um, you know, a lot of companies are, you know, they're in Q4 too. So you're not, you're not really sourcing. You're really just focusing on selling, you know, because you want to make sure you sell everything you have. Uh, because after Q4, it's like, you know, you don't want to still have your, your items after Q4 you know, preferably, right? So you focus on selling during that time and not sourcing. Um, so when January hit, I really didn't have any um, sourcing leads. I, didn't really, I really didn't have any like product, um, you know, evergreen, everyday type products uh, to sell, um, you know, day in and day out that were not key for items. And I really didn't have... Um, um, any leads for sourcing, you know, so it was very challenging. I was um, just struggling with that and also struggling with the fact that I needed to move. Uh, my lease was up January 19th and we were trying to look for a place. We we're looking at different places, you know, um, and it, it was just like, you know, it, it was tough, you know, um, just trying to balance the time, you know, in terms of trying to find a place and, um, and trying to run the business and then, you know, maintain the family and all this kind of stuff. So it was, it was very difficult in terms of time. Um, but, you know, I was thinking in January, I was like, okay, well, um, I, I, I anticipate um, moving volume, you know. Um, so in, in that case, I needed more space. You know, I was, I was in a two-bedroom apartment. Uh, I forget the square footage. My wife knows uh, a thousand, a thousand, a thousand square feet almost, uh, or just a little over a thousand square feet, and uh, two bedroom. And you know, during Q4, I had boxes everywhere. I mean, it was just insane, you know. And 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 it kind of, even though like, yeah, you know, it was great. You know, I had product to sell. It was kind of like daunting because I had stuff everywhere, and it was hard to like, you know, yeah, prepare my shipments um, to send off prepare my shipments to send to the Amazon warehouse, um, you know, to sell. And it was just kind of difficult, you know, in terms of, um, just the space, you know, and I had stuff on the patio and it's open and, and, um, the patio was, you know, it's like open patio, it's apartment building, you know, so I had stuff in like a closet and I just had stuff everywhere. Um, so my, it was very stressful because once I, you know, received, um, my products, I would, you know, quickly try to get them shipped out you know sometimes it'll take me a day to get a shipment out um that i receive or sometimes it takes a couple of days you know so um yeah it all, it, all, it all depends but anyways so i needed more space and um and we we moved into a uh we moved into a nice house with the garage um you know four bedrooms 
and um you know and 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 then that then that was challenging there was challenges with the with the with the house you know with the property manager and then the house you know certain issues that we had to uh get resolved so you know just um just kind of just like you know one thing coming after the other you know it's like man you know my my attention is only split so many ways and the majority of my attention needs to be on the business like you know if i don't have product to sell I mean, I don't make money. It's just that it's just that simple and that basic. And, you know, I am already struggling to source products. Um, um, so, you know, and then I got to deal with all these other different things. But um, slowly but surely, things started working out. And um, and here we are. So um, so January wasn't that great, you know, and I'll go over those numbers again. Actually, I got to get that pulled up real quick. So. Um, <clears throat> yeah, January, I was, you know, I was pretty much selling, you know, my Q4 stuff that was, you know, that was still selling, um, after Q4. So sometimes and that, now I know that that happens. I was, uh, in December, I was kind of just scared and, and, uh, you know, selling everything for, 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 for lower than what I should have over the fear, over the fear that, uh, um, that, you know, I would have to be, you know, carrying in this inventory, you know, because people won't buy in January, but that wasn't the case, you know, so, I mean, you still don't want a lot of stuff, but, you know, just, I, I, I know now not to be, you know, so worried, you know, um, because, you know, stuff will still sell, uh, and also it sells during the year, too, but you don't want a lot of it, though, it's just, you know, just, just not an efficient use of capital to have, you know, Christmas stuff, um, as your inventory. So, um, so I'll go over it again. So January, um, I did 45, uh, almost 4,600 in, uh, units, uh, sold or, you know, sales volume, excuse me, and profited, uh, 541 bucks. So yeah, nothing, you know, nothing, um, nothing, um, yeah, sure. I made money. I mean, I, I don't want to sound like, you know, like, oh, you know, I didn't, you know, uh, I don't know. I kind of sound like I'm ungrateful or something when I when I say it like that, like because uh, it's not nothing, you know. But um, you know, profit still made a profit, but you know, it wasn't that great, right? And um, you know, this this the stress level and the anxiety. Well, not necessarily anxiety, but stress, stress, and um, and the uh, it kind of just like put a lot of pressure on me to. Um, um, it, 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 it got me a little creative. It got me to open my mind a little bit about um, finding opportunities. Right. Um, so so before I was before, you know, this 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 part or before January, I was kind of like singularly focused. I didn't really, um, you know, really think outside the box, really. Um, you know, like the, 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 the two ways that I, that I found product was, um, retail arbitrage, uh, which is ca also called RA. Uh, if this is the first episode you listen to, um, RA is pretty much a retail arbitrage is pretty much where you go into a retail store, you buy something off a of clearance, for example. Um, it doesn't always have to be clearance, but like the likelihood it'd probably be clearance. And then you sell it for more money online and you make a profit. Um, so that's retail arbitrage. Um, so I was doing that and I was also doing a uh, wholesale. Um, 
I guess the one way I would I would differentiate that differentiate the type of wholesale I was doing because there's different types I believe, but um, I was just basically um, you know finding suppliers online, signing signing up for the wholesale accounts, and if they had pro- if they had products that um, I was likely to make money on, I would you know buy the products and and then sell them. You know, sell them for you know twice or three times more, preferably twice to three times, preferably two times or more than what I bought it for. Um, and uh, that's how that's how I came across uh, wholesale, um, and um, um, and and that's pretty much all I was doing. But you know, I I just started thinking. You know, in January I was like, you know, trying to rack my brain in terms of. You know, sourcing products, trying to find really good stuff. I mean, because I had, because I made money. Like here, here was here was here here was the challenge. The challenge was, I spent twenty grand on Q4. Spent twenty grand, you know, got my twenty grand back, and I also and I also made uh, whatever I made, you know. Um, so I'm like, okay, cool. So I need to repeat this, you know. So now that I want to repeat it, I want I. I need to be a little bit more strategic because I can't just you can't just go out and you know, like the the opportunity was good enough where I spent that money and I knew I was going to make money, like it was no question. You know, I knew I was going to make money, and I knew I was going to make a lot of it, and uh, I I took the opportunity. So the challenge was how do I I finding other opportunities like that where it's like okay, I the opportunity is great enough because I'm taking a lot of risk. You know, I'm using a zero percent interest credit card, and I'm you know. And you don't want to end up with a bunch of inventory and not being able to sell it and then having the debt. Right. Um, so you I had to really be careful. So I was being careful. And um, and, 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 you know, that, you know, the opportunities are far and few. You have to really dig deep. You have to really look deep, be creative, so on and so forth. So that's when I came across the uh, the idea, or that's when I became attracted to the idea of a bun- bundling. Um, you know, bundling gives you a lot of opportunities to um, a lot of competitive advantages. And I haven't started on bundling yet because I found um, I found a few other opportunities that are a little more short term. And. I found a few other opportunities that were um, um, that were really good, you know. That that was really good, and I'll talk talk about that. But I haven't really started my bundling stuff. Um, but you know, you the the it seems like the way to really make money, especially on Amazon, that's my primary uh, platform that I sell on now. Um, you really have to have a unique opportunity because it, it it just doesn't make sense to deploy a bunch of capital, especially as it's, if it's credit. If it was my own money, I'd probably be taking a little bit more um, uncalculated risks, you know, um, because kind of kind of that's like kind of naturally naturally that's what happens. And see, that's the pitfall of kind of having a lot of money when you start a business because you just naturally you spend money in places where. It just doesn't make sense or you don't think it through um, because there's no um, obligation to that money. You don't have to pay it to anybody. It's yours. If you lost it, you go, you know, whatever, you know. But when you, you know, use somebody else's money or, um, you know, when you're using somebody else's money, it just um, it just makes you think a little bit. It may be one step further. You know, it makes you think, think a few steps further. That doesn't always happen. But um, w- w- but I think naturally it makes you think a few steps further about things right so um uh, a few things i want to list off that um that kind of uh that that has been kind of changing up is um uh 
uh, I've been a few things that I've kind of got creative with was um, interesting enough. I was be, I was I was buying uh, buying things on Amazon and um, uh, I was buying, you know, bulk items on Amazon of a particular item and selling them individually on Amazon. So um, this was a product that I can't find anymore in the stores, you know, um, so um, people on Amazon happen to have them. Uh, I pay a little more per unit, but I still make I still make money. So I've been doing that with a few items um, and also eBay as well. I've uh, never bought anything on, off of eBay until I did this. Once I um, couldn't find a product that I used to sell, um, I saw someone you know I saw someone selling it on eBay, and they were selling it for about the same price. And I, I think they they must have a lot of them. You know, I don't I don't know. You know, I don't know how they got them. I've been trying to get them myself and, and trying to contact the manufacturer. But I think um, the manufacturer is no longer in business or something like that. The business was bought or I don't know. But I can't I, I couldn't find um, how to get them wholesale. So I was basically buying them off the person off eBay. And now I sell them on Amazon, you know, for almost the same profit. And this is not, you know, and, and these aren't. Like I said, I can't, I can't find them. A lot of people can't find them. A lot of people don't even know this opportunity exists. So I'm on these two products that I'm telling you about. I am the um, only seller um, on Amazon. You know, um, most of the time. You know, sometimes people sellers come in and out because they find the products where I used to find them, and then they'll put them up. But they're not like you know these products that are mass produced, um, which is which is very important. They're not they're not mass produced. But um, I was able to get get quite a bit. I don't sell a lot of them. But I make, you know, $10 per unit that I sell. And, um, you know, it's been up and down with those products. Um, I think one of them is starting to phase out, phase out. I'm not really selling the amp, the one I used to, the one I'm, the one I sell, uh, the one that I buy from Amazon, then sell on Amazon. That was kind of phasing out. That product's kind of phasing out. I only have a little bit left, but you know, I was making like 30 bucks a pop, um, off of each sale. Um, but you know, so little things like that, you know, um, and then I, um, I shout out to shout, shout out to the, uh, peer hustle podcast. Um, you know, they have a really good podcast on anchor, um, and they're on Instagram and they're on, you know, pretty much wherever you can find a podcast, but the peer hustle podcast, I started listening to that. Um, and you know, I don't, uh, um, they do things a little bit differently than I do. They're, they're you know, they're online uh, sellers or e-commerce uh, sellers and you know they, they sell on different platforms that I don't sell on you know um, uh, one of the guys sells on eBay uh, the other guy uh, one of the other guys sells on uh, eBay and Poshmark um, you know it's kind of just like made me just like you know I, I you know just it's opened my eyes a little bit you know I just started thinking like okay wait why haven't I been selling on other platforms like what's the reason you know like uh, just because, you know, just because I sell on Amazon, you know, doesn't mean I can't sell on eBay or, or Macari. So the first, um, I mentioned this in my last episode where I talked about Macari a little bit. And, um, I think shortly after, shortly after, um, I recorded that podcast, I started seeing sales, you know, I saw like a bunch of sales, um, in February, you know, so we'll talk about that in a second. And, um, and I started off with Macari, you know, just, you know, just, you know, just messing around um, and trying to figure out how to put 
position some of my stuff on Macari and, and at least get some sales going. Um, and I was able to figure a few things out and got some sales, made a little bit of money. Um, but now I'm, I'm, you know, just thinking outside of the box a little more, you know, um, because Macari is a different platform. Is you, you got you got to sell a little bit differently on there, you know, than you would on Amazon. And there's different things that I like on Macari that you know, different features that I like on Macari that are not on Amazon, you know. And it's just like it just doesn't make any sense to just be on one platform. It literally, doesn't make any sense. And I and I think what has happened. Uh, because it's so easy to, um, you know, do the Amazon thing. And there's so many people teaching it. There's so many, there's so many, like, there's so much information. There's probably more information on how to sell on Amazon there than there is on any other platform because um, it's relatively easy. I mean, it's not, you know, you know, it's relatively easy. Like, you could really get in there, bang it out, and make a couple grand um, in, the, in, the, in the first few months. I mean, if you really could go in there and bang it out. But, um, you know, it's, it's relatively easy. You know, they, they handle the logistics. You don't have to ship the items yourself if you don't want to. You can send them to the Amazon FBA uh, warehouse. They handle the customer service. You know, their, um, their, 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 their app, their seller app is, you know, really easy to maneuver. No bugs, nothing crazy. Um, very un easy to understand, you know, and, and very helpful. Um, it's, it's just relatively, relatively easy you know, to get set up on Amazon. And then once, and then the thing, and it's so easy to, to get set up on Amazon and, and especially when you first, you know, uh, started selling on, uh, online and you, you don't even think of anything else because it's like, man, they had, you know, all you do is get the item and you send it to the, you send it to the FBA warehouse. And then from there, you know, they ship it to the customer. You just adjust the prices every now and then if you need to watch the competition, you, you work for literally for your, 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 uh, your smartphone. You know, um, you know, in terms of managing and uh, it just gets you kind of it gets you kind of like, um, I don't know, it, it kind of just makes you lazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like Amazon selling is bougie selling. You know what I'm saying? If you sell on Amazon, you're a bougie seller. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's so bougie to sell on Amazon, straight up, you know, because it's just so easy. They do everything for you, and um, you don't really, like, think of anything else. It's like, this This is it, you know, um, which is, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, knocking Amazon or anything like, anything like that, but I am just encouraging anybody who uh, does have an e-commerce business and is selling on Amazon to really, like, start thinking of, thinking of themselves as an e-commerce business, you know, and um, looking outside of Amazon for for sales and opportunities, because you know you get you get trapped, you get stuck in this system, this Amazon system. They trap you in there, and you don't know anything else. And then when they change something, which they do all the time, they change a certain thing. It can really affect a lot of your business, and you don't want that. You know, um, any smart business person does not. Um, want to be so vulnerable where if something changes with the with the customer or something changes with the main buyer um, that it just messes up their whole business they can go out of business or it just shifts their entire business or makes them pivot their whole business it just doesn't make any sense um, uh, from a business standpoint um, so it, it's important to you know build other skills you know um, um, learn other platforms because it doesn't take much time you know it literally doesn't it just takes you know you 
looking at the other platform, putting something up, putting something up for sale, selling something, and then just kind of just wait and just going from there. It, it doesn't take much time um, at all, you know, um, if you don't want it to. So let me let me give you an example of how what I mean by um, uh, like be, the importance of knowing knowing how to see opportunities outside of one platform. So, uh, for example, I was at when we first moved here, uh, maybe, I don't know, uh, a couple weeks after um, our TV, um, our TV was was damaged, right? Um, the screen or something, something was damaged. And um, it was it was to the point where it, it couldn't be repaired, you know, and so we we had to get a new TV. So I'm at the Walmart and um, at Walmart getting a VCL TV um and then you know i'm getting ready to pay for it and i i just you know i'm just you know just being aware of my surroundings i see a um a lady walk up to one of the um one of the workers and she wanted to i guess i don't know she was she was talking about something so the work the worker the walmart worker went to um behind the counter there's like a little cage or something like that with products she unlocks the cage and then they're looking at it and i guess it wasn't what she wanted and so she put it back. Um, so I'm like, wait a minute. Let me, let me. I, I told the, uh, I told the worker, like, let me take a look at those. What, what are those? Let me take a look at them. And come to find out, they're, um, they're uh, Vivo Fit Junior watches. Um, they retail for, they retail in stores for seventy nine dollars, but you could buy them online for sixty nine. And uh, that Walmart was selling them for twenty bucks. I was like, okay. So they had about 10, 11 of them. I'm like, okay, you know, um, let me take a look at it. So what I do normally as an Amazon seller, as an Amazon seller, I scan the barcode or I scan uh, a picture of the of the product with the with the Amazon app, and it tells me what it sells for. It tells me if I'm restricted from selling it. It tells me if there's other sellers. It tells me what price um, the other sellers are or you know so on and so forth right so come to find out it's a, restri a restricted brand i am unable to sell that product now here's what i've done probably a thousand thousand a thousand times and probably um other um amazon sellers have done thousands and thousands and thousands of times every time you see a restricted brand um or restricted product you move on to the next one now if and, and, and you do it like without thinking, you know, you do it without thinking. But if you're on other platforms, you see what it sells on eBay. You see what it sells on, on whatever. But at that, at, at that time, I was kind of gung-ho on, 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 on working on Macari. So I, I got uh, my Macari set up and all this kind of stuff. So what I do, I search Macari, see if there's any, um, uh, see if anyone has ever sold the product on Macari. And they have. Um, somewhere re recently, somewhere, you know, somewhere during the holiday season, this, this is like in February, um, you know, so what I do, I buy all of them, you know, buy for 20 bucks. The guy actually gives me one for free because he messed up on my, um, on my transaction and he didn't feel like redoing it. So he just put it in my bag for free. So I'm, I am, um, at this product at $20 cost, even after taxes, I just spread the uh, I just spread the uh, the free product across all the other ones that I paid for. So after taxes, it comes up to be about twenty bucks in cost of goods sold. Um, sold them, on, sold them, sold maybe half of them a car. 
and I sold the other half probably on eBay. Um, I forgot the the ratio, but it's probably like you know, I sold maybe like five on eBay, and then maybe four on on uh, Macari. And um, you know, and I was like, whoa, you know, what I'm saying like that was that was extra money that I wouldn't have um, got if I was focused on being a one platform seller. And literally, it. I just put it up, put the pictures up. I have, you know, I got a camera now. So I put the pictures up, you know, put the description in. I didn't even put the description. In. I just put like on, on eBay. Well, on, on Macari I did, but on eBay I didn't even have to put the description in because I, I just kind of like, uh, I don't know what it's called on eBay, but I just kind of like attach my listing to another listing or something like that. But and, and then the, uh, the description and everything was already filled in. <clears throat> so that was dope. And um, it just like... Like, I was like, wow, you know, that's that's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I made money on some other platforms. Um, I also sold some other stuff, too, on Macari um, since then. And it's just been, like, you know, eye-opening because, um, um, you know, just, I just sell on different platforms now. And, 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 and there's even more platforms that I want to get on um, because, like, I need to move product. Like, I'm in the business of moving product online. So you you want to just keep thinking, you know, where are the people, lo- where are the people looking? <coughs> you know, um, let me get a little sip of water real quick. So, yeah, so you want to get in, you want to, you want to get in front of people. You want to get it in, um, you want to get where a lot of people are looking right um <clears throat> so uh so yeah i guess that's my uh coming full circle e-commerce story for uh for amazon sellers um just gotta really think out you got you gotta do more you gotta do more more platforms and because there's more opportunities the more opportunities you, you can you know you put your stuff in front of more people and uh, your stuff is more likely to sell you know, and you probably work less harder because now you're using your capital um, to to source products for multiple different um, platforms. So you kind of like, you know, you probably work less, you work more efficiently, I guess you could say, because if I'm using all my money to sell for Amazon, it probably take me longer to spend my budget than if I'm using my money to to, to allocate um, to source products for Amazon, eBay, Macari, XYZ, you know, wherever else, right? So you probably get through your capital a little more and then also sell more, you know? You know, it, you know, it, it, it all depends, but you get what I'm saying. So, um, so as of now, I sell on Amazon primarily. Obviously, that's the bread and butter. That's where everything is. I sell on eBay. I sell on Macari. And I also sell on Poshmark. You know, I sold a, uh, a laptop bag that I have. Um, I um, have it up on Macari. I sold, a f- I sold one on Macari so far and then another one on Poshmark. Um, um, yeah. So, and then, you know, their, their fees are a little bit differently. That's why I think it, it'll probably sell more on Poshmark in the long run. Because uh, I have a lot of them. Let me qualify that. I have a lot of them. Um, I have a ton of them actually, and uh, I got a ton more coming tomorrow. And um, they stay. They have a listing on Amazon, but it looks like the listing was abandoned. Um, so there's a few things I have to fix up with that listing before I um, really start seeing some sales on Amazon. 
but I have it up on Amazon, but I've seen sales on Macari and, and um, uh, Poshmark. And then soon I'll be able to put it up on eBay. I can't put up on eBay. I got these limitations on eBay right now, so I have to wait. Um, but I get my products in front of everybody. And then um, <clears throat> the next platforms I'm working on getting is Facebook Marketplace. And uh, there was another one. Facebook Marketplace, looking at that, and I don't know, I, I offer up or let go or something like that. Um, it all depends because the type of stuff that I have that I want to put up on there, I don't know if it's the best uh, the best platforms for it, but I know Facebook. I think I'll be able to see some traction on Facebook um, for for some of my products that I have. But um, but yeah, I, you know. Um, yeah, I just want to drive that home, you know, thinking outside the box, thinking where else can you sell? And not only that, you just become, you know, it, it, I mean, this is like, it's like, you know, I'm just getting a little rant real quick um, and then I'll be done with this, <laughs> be done with this multi-platform kind of thing. You know, the thing about the e-commerce business is you need skills, right? You need to be able to, to differentiate yourself or you need to be able to, you know, um, you know, at least you need to be able to, um, continue to be able to continue to move forward um if not be ahead of everybody else at least you're with everybody else or ahead of everybody else but you don't want to like be stuck so what that means is you need to build skills right skills 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 just like if you're working for an employer or just like if you're going to college to work at an employer you want to have skills you know that that's what they want on your resume what what do you what do you what do you bring to the table you know, for this job, you know, um, is it that you could just show up? That's not enough. Just being able to show up is not enough. Uh, being just a regular Amazon seller, that's just showing up. I mean, you're just showing up. You're not doing anything. You're just finding stuff that other people find and you're putting it up. Um, and then you're just, and you're selling it. You're not doing anything. You're not doing anything for the customer. You're not doing anything for yourself and, and, and you're not really doing anything. So, the next level for me is being able to build sell solid skills. So the first one is understanding other platforms, right? So that's going to give me a little bit of an advantage because if I'm selling on more than one platforms, that means I'm seeing opportunities that other people don't see or I'm selling product faster than other people, you know? The, the other one that, um, that's going to be very important is um, listing, listing optimization is a fancy word for making a good damn listing, right? So on Amazon, it's different for different platforms, right? So if you understand it for different platforms, those are skills, Okay, so if you understand on Amazon, Amazon is very keyword algorithm driven. I mean, a lot of them are, but Amazon is, uh, I think, really highly keyword algorithm driven. But being able to understand what keywords to use, how to use keywords, and, and that comes from understanding, you know, your audience, you know, whoever you're trying to sell to. So that's a skill, being able to understand what people are searching for. Um, that's a skill. And those, that skill is a skill that could be developed with a, with a number of tools and software that you pay into and some are free or some are low cost. But being able to um, analyze data in terms of keywords, um, making good listings, getting good pictures up. 
making sure your you know your title um, you know speaks to the customer um, and sometimes it doesn't always have to be that deep like sometimes you just po- post something up and it's not that deep you know what I mean you just post it up something up you sell it it's not that deep but you got to get real skills where where if you are competing or, or if you are in a uh, uh, competitive uh, market I guess you could say you better understand who the customer is and what keywords they are searching for I can't get into all of that I mean that's there's smart people who understand this stuff more than I do I'm just talking about from the framework of what I need to learn so keyword research um, uh, you know having decent pictures making sure your listing communicates exactly uh, make sure there's no confusion in your listing and being able to do that on multiple platforms right now what's the what is the what's the goal right so you go to school so you can get a job right so what's the goal why should i learn all of these different things um what 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 to to do what right that's like going to school what am i doing all this for to do what in my in my my, uh area which is wholesale that's gonna you know um give me the qualifications the the confidence and all that kind of stuff to partner with brands who don't know how to do these things who don't know how to advertise their products on different platforms who don't know how to post on different platforms or don't have time right because there's a lot of, a lot of these brands and, and, and companies they're, they're coming up they they're good at manufacturing they're good at design they're good at making great products some of them you know learning amazon learning e-commerce learning keywords learning pay-per-click advertising learning all of those different things that's a that's the extra set of skills that they would pay for right but when i come to the table saying hey you know i want to partner with you guys i want to i want to sell you guys as products um they don't want just any random seller you know you don't want to be any random seller and all you could do is show up with a check yeah that's not enough you have to have some skills right so um that that's that's the the end goal right is to learn all these different things to be able to to be able to partner with brands um who don't specialize in e-commerce um who have really good products with uh um with the with traction with sales and and if i can help them increase their sales by by you know optimizing their listings and um you know doing more market research keyword research getting their products in front of more people and maybe doubling their sales um they're going to be interested in that they're not going to be interested if I just call them and say, hey, you know, I can just buy your products and I can send it to Amazon Warehouse and, um, and Amazon will sell it. Because they can do that themselves. Well, what do you bring to the table? All right. That's my last rant. Cool. My last rant on, uh, on that. So, you know, but that that's those are the things that I think about a lot, you know. Um, and also, you know, bundling. Bundling. If you know how to bundle products, which I am in the pre-phase of that because i haven't bundled anything yet you can you could talk to a brand and say hey you know these are my bundles i know how to bundle right i know how to bundle i know how to create a listing i know how to do the keywords right for it i know how to to sell it on different platforms um and you know people are going to be interested in that and in and, and honestly that is actually what brands um like a lot if you know how to bundle because i like there's a few brands that i've talked to and I mentioned bundling, and they're like, "Yes, yeah, like, uh, you know, they're they're waiting for someone who can really understand that and um, really bring that to the table." And that's honestly, that's that's gold. That's gold. 
you know um uh, and then the, the 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 level after this would be you know creating my own brand right creating my own products and and doing that kind of stuff but that's i think that's like where everybody should go eventually or at least try um but if not you got to you know you have to do the wholesale thing um you know partner with brands and partner uh, wholesale partnerships and really bringing those skills to the table if you're not that's that's like that's the least you we we, we are going to have to do um if we're not going to create our own brands right um all right cool so let's dig into it um so february um let's dig into the numbers on february real quick and and um you know if there's some other things that are kind of um popping up in my head I'm just going to spit them out. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not really trying to go linear with this, uh, with this podcast. I just really want to get my ideas, my thoughts out there. Um, so, so that way, you know, um, you know where I'm at, where I've been, um, in this past, uh, month or so, or, or at least since the past, the last time I, I recorded a, a podcast. Um, because I mean, it's, it's always a lot every day. It's, it's something else. And I'm, 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 I'm really trying hard to, do more of this, you know, do more uh, blogging, more podcasting. Like it's just been very tough for me because every minute that I'm not, every minute that I'm not doing something um, family related or when I'm not sleeping, I try to dedicate to the business because there's so much, there's so much work. Uh, there's so much work. And, um, and there's a lot of pressure right now because I need to really start making, I need to make money. Like, like I, I don't have a stable business right now. Like, um, like if you ever say, can, if, 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 if someone think about this and most people would never say this, you know, in, in a conversation, no one will say, you know, I don't have a stable job. Like, I mean, you know, it's not stable if you're doing like, you know, um, you know, security, you know, off and on, right. Or on call, you know, it's not stable. So you, you, you don't, you don't sit around and say, you know, I don't have a stable job. No, I don't have a stable business. Can you say, I don't have a stable job. Can you imagine like having a job and be like, man, I don't have a stable job. I don't have a stable job. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then, you know, going home, watching Netflix every night, like, like that's how it is for me right now. I don't have a stable business. I'm not, you know, so I can't be, it's really difficult to find time to do anything else outside of work. You know, I probably, you know, work probably 80 plus hours every week. Uh, I work every day, you know, um, I took a day. I, I don't even think I took a day off. I, I think, what was it? I'm trying to remember, was it last, this past Sunday? Uh, today is Wednesday, right? Uh, today's Tuesday and uh, March, uh, March 19th. I think it was Sunday. I kind of just took a break or something like that, but it was, it was one of those days just recently where I had to take a break because I was spending so much time on the business. Like I wasn't sleeping. I still don't sleep. I, 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 I sleep um, very early in the morning and I wake up later in the day and it's it sort of been working out that way a little bit. Um, you know, sleeping like four or five, going to bed about four or five, sometimes six getting up like around 11, 12 or one. And, um, and then I'm back at it. You know, um, my wife takes care of the morning, you know, taking my daughter to school, you know, handling the kids. And then when I get up, um, I, 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 I send sometimes, you know, I, I sell, um, items, uh, merchant fulfilled. That means uh, I fulfill the items. So people will buy them online on Amazon or Mercari or eBay. And then I ship them myself. So I, I just I take my shipments to uh, the post office, um, come back home, 
and um, or sometimes I don't come back home. Sometimes it's like you know I take my shipments and then I go pick up my daughter, um, leave the house around two thirty, pick up my daughter, come back home, back home by about three thirty. Um, leave the house two thirty, come back around three thirty, about three forty almost, whatever. And then you know, wife's taking the nap with the kids, with the with the baby. Um, and my daughter, my other daughter's taking a nap. So um, I come back, you know, in that space of time with uh, my five year old, um, and uh, and um, and when my wife wakes back up, um, I I uh, kind of like you know get the get the dishes clean or something like that, something with the house or whatever she wants me to do. And um, around 5 o'clock, and, 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 and now mind you, whatever I just said, in between that time, I'm doing something for the business. In between. It could be whatever, right? Um, doing something, right? So, um, but this is just like kind of like the normal kind of structure that's, that's kind of been falling into a little bit um, naturally. And, you know, around 5, 6 o'clock, you know, um, she's, uh, the, the, my wife is kind of like, you know, handling the kids, cooking dinner and all that kind of stuff. And just trying to spend a little time with the kids. Not, I don't spend much time with my kids right now, but I, I, I do a little bit of time. I mean, yeah, they're, you know, they're in and out and in and out the room and all that kind of stuff. It's, it, it could be very distracting, but, um, that's just what it is. But, um, um, after dinner, you know, which is sometimes around seven with, with this uh with this um daylight savings has been kind of a trip because it just feels like it just feels like the time just like moves two times faster after four o'clock you know next thing you know it's nine o'clock you know and it's crazy but um you know i've spent time i've spent spent time with my wife and a lot of time my wife has to go different places during the day whether it be the doctor's appointment or, or you know, trying to get out the house and meet me up with some other moms, um, doing diff- do a different thing for the kids or something like that. But a lot of times it's doctor's appointments and dental appointments and all these different appointments, all this kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, then I got to be with the kids. But about, you know, 8, 9 o'clock, we should be done eating. And, you know, the house is a little bit noisy and crazy. You know, the kids, you know, you know, being kids or whatever, being annoying and all that kind of stuff, right? But, uh, but you know, that happens. And then we get them in the bed. If, if, if we're not giving them a bath, they, they go to bed around that time. Um, and then they're still, you know, yelling and screaming and, and when they should be sleeping. It just takes a little while. So and I try to spend a little bit of time with my wife, you know. She, she, she likes to, you know, just kind of just communicate and talk and all that kind of stuff. So around... You know, and I, you know, and I, I, I do whatever she, you know, whatever she wants me to do. She tells me to do stuff, and I do it. Help her out doing something, you know, laundry or whatever, right? And I really don't have, I really don't have time for the business again until about, I would say, roughly ten to eleven o'clock, depending on how the day goes. And now that the, what I just described can be better. I'm not saying like, oh, that's just the way it's gonna be, and that's the way it is. It can be better. You know, I've been um, keeping the calendar. And planning out my week a little better and all that kind of stuff to kind of just um, cut the fat of um, the time wasters and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, it's not perfect, but it could be better. Around 10 or 11, around 10 or 11, that's when I have like, that's when, you know, I have the time to kind of, not kind of, but I have time to go back into the business and work on the business, right? And then I do that up until about you know, four, four in the morning most times. 
Um, so uh, it's just been a challenge, you know, and and in terms of it's been a challenge in terms of like, you know, um, just like stress and um, I guess wear I guess wear and tear because um, I you know I I felt a little burnout after about I don't know a, a month or so doing that. Um, felt a little burnout, and that's that's when I was that's when I, that's when I took that break that I'm telling you about. I can't remember. I think it was sometime last week where I just kind of like just took a day. I think it was a Sunday or something like that where I just kind of like you know what, I can't really go further like this, you know, because I'm 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 super tired and um, just super burnt out a little bit, you know. Um, so you know, it's it just been a challenge to like really jump on like. Cause I want to podcast more, you know, and, and, and there's other things I want to do more too of, um, that are related to the business, but they don't, they don't sit on that priority level. They don't sit up there on the priority level. Sometimes like I, I, I have to prioritize my day by the day sometimes, or most times like my day is prioritized, prioritized by the day. It's not really prioritized by the week per se. Um, the day what's priority for today. You know, because some, sometimes something comes up, right? Something comes up and it kind of knocks knocks you back an hour or so, you know. Um, and then you have to reevaluate what you get ready to do, you know. You got to reevaluate like, okay, so am I going to uh, source some more products or am I going to list list these items on my car that may not sell for about a week and I'll make like $5, Right, so that may, that may have been on the plan to list on Macari yesterday to do that today, but because you know things got backed up, you you're not gonna do that, right? So, or I'm not gonna do that, you know. So, you know, it, it's it's um, you know, it's just stuff that I go through. And I'm just talking about, and um, you know, every every day is is somewhat of a challenge, you know. And in 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 I'm not gonna downplay like I have a lot of like you know you know, good things happen, you know, um, um, like, uh, like Sunday, this past Sunday, for example, I had like my highest sales day since Q4, you know, I did, um, I did $997 in sales and I sold 52 items that day. Uh, I don't even know how much money I made that day, but I had to make at least 400 bucks, <laughs> like 400 bucks. I had to make I had at least 400 bucks because a lot of those things were profitable um, at 100 percent return on investment. And um, and then there are a few items that I sold for um, like 800 percent uh, return on investment. So it, it, it kind of even out, even out in terms of. Um, um, I just, I made a lot of money that day. Um, but anyways, and then, you know, the day after that I made, you know, did, did some nice sales, which are, which are pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see those sales, man. But I'm, I'm, it's, it's really good to see those sales, you know, it, 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 it does kind of, uh, you know, give you a little boost, but the grind continues. You know, 
You got to make it last. You got to make sure you're hitting that shit every day. You know, so. Um, all right. Anyways, all right. Back to the numbers, though. Let's go to Feb. Let's go to February real quick. Uh, February. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. So January did about forty six hundred in sales. Uh, February. February. You know, I started seeing. Um, I started doing things a little bit differently again in terms of how I source. Uh, picked up a few software pieces, a few software pieces um, that helped me, that helped me source and helped me find products a little bit. And um, what else? Oh, I did some um, some retail arbitrage, which I don't do a lot of. You know, I I it's very selective. You know, like a lot of times if I'm at Walmart or Target for something else, I'll look. But I haven't like went out purposely, spent a couple of hours at Walmart, Target to um, source retail arbitrage. I haven't done that in a long time, actually. And I, 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 I want to do more of it, but it just hasn't been the best use of my time. I could be wrong about that, but... Um, and a lot of times I'm not, I'm not really finding anything a lot of times. But sometimes I pick something up that's really good. And I'll just like keep buying it. Um, so, so like, I, you know, anything Minecraft, anything you could buy in Minecraft, you know. At least in my experience, I've, I've sold for a really nice, nice profit. And um, I've been really getting into, in February, I've been really switching it up, right? So, like I said, Amazon selling is bougie selling. So, you know. Usually, the idea a lot, a lot, and the thing is, a lot of it's it's actually common knowledge in e-commerce, but in the world of Amazon, um, the world of Amazon sellers, a lot of people don't know what it means to uh, merchant fulfill, right? So, uh, merchant fulfill is when you fulfill the order. So you get a purchase and you pack and ship and send it to the um, customer. Excuse me. So a lot of Amazon sellers don't know anything about that, and I was one of them. One of them. Um, but during this month, I kind of slowly started doing that. Like um, I don't even know how it started. It was just like you know what? I'm not gonna send this in Amazon. I'm gonna list it, Merchant Fulfilled. And the good thing about Merchant Fulfilled is like you can start seeing sales right away. The problem with um, FBA. Um, uh, which is fulfillment by Amazon, which meaning which means that you send the product to a warehouse, to the Amazon warehouse, and then from there, when the customer purchases the item, the Amazon warehouse packs, ships, and sends sends it to the customer. That's the um, that's FBA. The problem with FBA is um, is it could take a while for your product to be available to sell. Um, I'll give you a quick example. You know, I, I have a lot. I have quite a bit of product that. Um, you know, it's been taking like two or three weeks for it to fully be available. Well, what what happens is um, even when it's not available, when I say available, I mean like, well, yeah, yeah, available, right? So it's not a, like, for example, if even if it's not available, like it it reached the Amazon warehouse, but what happens is um, the 
depending on whatever you know whatever they do i'm not no one really knows the whatever the reasons why they do what they do um they will ship your items to other warehouses across the country well that's the reason why the reason why is for it to be for your products to be kind of spread out across the country during that time that it's being shipped to other warehouses it's not available so if you go to an amazon listing and if if you are the only seller it will say um it will say that you know you're you're back ordered you're back ordered till i don't know march 27th for example now here's the thing the customer can still purchase the item um but if it's like it's like march 5th right say if it's march 5th or march 8th or March 10th, and you're backward to the 23rd, the customer is less likely to buy it. They'll buy it, but they just won't get it until after the 23rd. Um, so you're le- they're less likely to buy it right away. So it's not, you know, they can still buy it. I have, I have plenty of product that I've sold where I was backordered and sold all of it, you know. But that is not a common case. Um, and it all depends on and it all depends on like the product that you're selling, right? Um, so, so that's the problem with FBA. Sometimes that could be three, four weeks until your your product's available for prime shipping. Um, it it, it could just take a while. But if you merchant fulfill it, it's available right away because it's right there in your hand. All you got to do is the customer just have to buy it. Now they do have to wait a little longer in terms of shipping because it's not prime shipping. You know, it's not two day shipping. At the, at, the, at the Amazon warehouse, it's two-day shipping. But if it's with you, then, you know, they get it, you know, whenever they get it. But um, it just could be, you know, three to five days or something like that. But um, you get the sale faster. And uh, people do buy, buy items like that, you know. Especially if you have, like, one or two, it doesn't make any sense to send it to the FBA warehouse. It just doesn't make any sense. Sometimes it does, you know, depending on the product, depending on how many sellers how many prime sellers the prime sellers are the fba sellers um and sometimes it does make sense but if you have two of an item or one of an item which i did at plenty of times i was like i'm not sending this in you know i'll, I'll send if i have three i'll send one in you know with with my other items that i'm sending in so it's not just like i'm sending one product to amazon at one time but i'll send like maybe one or two um and then merchant fulfill i'll probably said if i had three like for example i had minecraft backpacks i had you know, three at one point, I send one with my other stuff that I'm sending and I keep two. So I'll sell the two in the meantime while I'm waiting for my FBA, my one FBA one to be available. So just get my sales faster instead of sending in all three and not get any sales for three weeks on, on that particular product. You know, so I think I've been just testing different, testing different things, you know, thinking outside the box as much as I can um out of the box that I, I i used to be in right um and i'm sourcing products a little differently um i'm i've been focusing on um uh, a few ca- a few categories mainly actually one category mainly but um in terms of like product categories you know i'm not all over the place i'm a little more um um i'm, I'm niching down um, my products that I sell, I'm niching down to, to a certain amount, uh, to a certain product category. Um, so I'm, so I'm getting very familiar with the, pro- uh, like one product category. I'm very familiar with a few of them, but I've been selling mainly probably a 90 to 95%, um, in one category. And, um, now the thing is I know how, I know other categories, so I'm not, you know, 
I, I do have that in my back pocket. I know a few other categories that I that I understand a little better, um, or I, I understand well. But I'm finding a lot of traction in this one category that I'm in, um, and I want to just dig deeper into that and, and um, kind of just like, you know, just dive deeper into that and, and niche down as much as possible, if I can. But that's where I'm at. I've been kind of just testing and figuring out, you know, how I'm doing things and doing things differently, buying off Amazon, selling on Amazon, um, buying off Amazon, then, then and then flipping it back on Amazon, buying on, buying off of eBay and then flipping it on Amazon, um, um, different wholesale sources, buy, buying, buying. Um, what I like about the category that I'm in is the, the wholesale is, um, it's not as the wholesale in this category is not as uh it's not like wholesale in some of the other categories. Um, it's it's not it's not efficient, I guess you could say. I mean, I, I don't I don't think any of it's efficient in terms of wholesale. Um, but I I do start I am starting to see uh, some level of efficiency in terms of wholesale. What I mean by that is like okay, you need a you need a um you need a uh, reseller license, right? You need um um uh, or or the company they they have enough Amazon sellers and they don't want any more Amazon sellers or or you know um I don't know I don't, I'm not putting this the right way, but I, I I just the category that I'm in I don't I don't deal with any of that really um, because you could just find them in so many different places. And the strange thing is, is the competition is relatively lower in this category. I, I, I don't know how to explain it, but anyway, I'll try to explain it another time later, but it's, 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 it's not as, it's, it's not as, I don't know. Anyways, I'm not really saying anything right now. Um, but anyways, um, so anyways, like focusing on this category, kind of like, you know, niching down in terms of category. Now, the next step will be niching down in terms of product types or product niches, but I'm in I'm in pretty much one category. Um, unless I'm doing retail arbitrage, then I source in all different categories. But my wholesale stuff, I I'm pretty much in one category. Um, so sales for February on Amazon were uh, seven thousand four hundred fifteen. Um. I'm just going to go down each line item or the line items that are important. Um, refunds had about a hundred bucks in refunds. Okay, so my sales were seven thousand four hundred fifteen. My cost of goods sold were two thousand three hundred sixty-nine. Those are my cost of goods sold. Um, Amazon seller fees, um, total fees. Uh, let's see, one thousand. Hold on, let me see. Selling fees were one thousand one hundred twenty-three, and FBA transaction fees. Right, so you know there's fees if you send your stuff to FBA; they charge you a little more. That was five hundred fifty-four dollars. So probably a total of about was that seventeen, almost seventeen hundred. Six, seven, almost seventeen hundred dollars in um in Amazon fees, almost. All right. Okay. And then I'm gonna come down to some other expenses. 
Yeah, there was not really much action in terms of my other expenses. Just kind of the same old, same old little stuff. Um, yeah, not really much going on here, so not really much to talk about. Um, I did like $265 in, uh, in wholesale freight. Wholesale freight, I call it wholesale freight on my, on my, on my profit and loss sheet. But that's just pretty much um, the cost that I pay uh, when I when I um, the cost that I pay for shipping when I buy products for shipping to you know to my place to my house. Um, yeah, nothing nothing really exorbitant, nothing really exorbitant. So I spent uh, okay. Let's just this is maybe maybe for someone it may be a little maybe important for some reason that I'm not that I'm not seeing right now. So um, expenses. I'm just go over to some expenses that i i control right so the expenses that i control are um my shipping label costs so when i merchant fulfill an item i pay for shipping right um and i paid up to 864 dollars and 98 cents in um in in shipping label costs right so that tells you right there that i've been shipping uh, quite a bit of number of units um quite a number of units um um, in February, actually, oh, actually, I shipped in February. Yeah, I know. Actually, I know this number off the top of my head. Uh, I shipped uh, 125 items myself across Macari, across eBay, across Amazon. 100 items exactly on Amazon. Um, 24 items on Macari and one item on eBay in in February. Um, so I've been shipping a lot. So most of my expenses um, that you know my controllable expenses went um to shipping labor costs that was 864 dollars um i had my amazon pro my amazon subscription that i pay every month is 40 bucks um, um monthly subscriptions i paid 207 dollars that's pretty up there because like i said i was buying some software that i'm hoping you know to help me out with sourcing and things like that i actually uh discontinued two of them so um, that would total about 90 bucks. So that I, I already shed 90 bucks off my, uh, my profit and loss for the month, for the month of March. Um, so I got rid of some of those, but I invested a few dollars in, into that to hope, you know, to kind of help me do certain things in terms of sourcing products, sourcing profitable, profitable products. Um, I spent $160 on, um, you know, shipping boxes and office supplies altogether. Um, Inventory inventory placement fees is forty six dollars. Inventory placement inventory pla- inventory placement fees. So inventory placement means um, on Amazon, you know, if you don't have if you don't select uh, something called inventory placement, what they'll do is um, they'll break your shipment up. Let's say for example, you have uh, twenty items that you want to send FBA. If you have twenty items, um, Amazon has different warehouses across the country, so. Um, if you don't select inventory placement, they will ship those 20, they'll break those shipments up. Let's say they'll break them up in uh, four. So you have five shipments now, right? So if they break them up in four, that means you have five shipments of five items. So five, 10, 50, 20, right? And they'll go to different places, different places across the country. And then you pay for, um, you pay for that shipping. Right, you pay for uh, you you. It's a very discounted 
fee, but you pay for those items to be shipped to the warehouse. So you're paying, you know, four, uh, four different um, fees, you know, four different uh, uh, shipping fees to those warehouses. But if you select inventory placement, it'll all go to one warehouse and you pay one uh, shipping fee to go to that one warehouse opposed to the four warehouses. Um, but there's a fee for that, you know, so um, in my inventory inventory. And this is the fee that I actually need to evaluate a little bit more because, um, you know, I, I don't know what it's based on or, you know, I don't know how they come up with these calculations, but I paid forty six dollars and thirty cents. Now, what am I paying for? I'm paying for ease of shipping because, you know, it takes a little while to uh, ship shit, you know for me prepare shipments and if i have to like do four different ship it, shipments it just it just it's an extra step it's easier to just throw everything in one box or throwing throw everything in a couple of boxes and send them all to one place than to do different shipments it just takes a little longer i'd rather have the ease i'd rather pay for the ease of preparing a shipment than to um prepare four shipments i'd rather do one and, and it, it doesn't always mean that it'll always go to one place sometimes they'll break it up in two ship two different you'll send to do two different warehouses if you have a, a ton a ton of stuff that you're sending in one at one time but um i, I don't know i i actually prefer to pay i, I, I rather pay than um than than the hassle of doing multiple shipments and, and like I, I don't i don't pay it out of my pocket it just comes out of the profits so um in 46 bucks um not bad at least for that month it's gonna be different every month because it's gonna depend on how many shipments you send how you know how much is in your shipment you know all this kind of stuff right um and then my monthly storage fee was 38 dollars i have a storage unit that i, sh that I hold a little hold a little inventory in um yeah i spent a little too much on uh food and entertainment with $179.62 and, and pretty much what that is is um, $179 uh, a lot of times like if I'm out um, you know doing something for the business sometimes I have to go out maybe go while I'm out retail arbitraging sometimes or if I'm out you know um, uh, dropping off my products at post, post office or if I'm doing something business related outside outside of my house and it, sometimes I, I do it with my family and it carries over to the evening and it's, you know, six, seven o'clock at night sometimes. And, and, and then it's like, yo, you know, the wife doesn't want to go home and eat, you know, and go home and uh, cook. So, you know, I just make it a business expense because, yes, I was out doing business related stuff. And um, I, um, um, you know, pick up some eat, pick up something to eat to feel to continue doing business related stuff. So, um I'm not a CPA. Don't do what I do. I'm just telling you what I did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, that was a little too. That was a little excess. Uh, um, that was a little too um, excessive. That's the word I'm looking for. One seventy nine dollars, one hundred seventy nine dollars. Um. So yeah. Anyway, so after after all of my expenses, I made a profit of fourteen hundred thirty eight dollars and ninety five cents. So, um, yeah, about three times more than what I made the previous month, um, which was pretty cool. You know, it's always good to make a profit. You know, you want to be losing money. Um, but I know I need to make it. I know I need to, uh, you know, make it to the next level. Um, you know, next level is that two, 
2400 3000 um plus months right um so so this this month of march i'm actually on track on track to do really well really well um just just as a result of a lot of the work that i've been putting in um a lot of the long nights and um just a lot of the work that i've just been putting in so a lot of that's getting ready to pay off soon um did a i did a really uh big deal that i've been trying to do for um you know for a very long time and i finally got a chance to do it um i am um, um working with the where i was um working with the distributor and i'm buying these um these these products from them that um that they no longer have the license to and um they're getting them back from wherever they they're coming from i don't know where they're coming from but they were getting them back i bought a bunch in february um sold sold the easy ones right and the other ones need a little work and that's where the skills come in right the listing um, optimizations and all that kind of stuff because um yeah some of the listings just aren't that great so I need to update. I needed. I needed to update some of the listings, change some of the listings, um, and I actually ran into a lot of problems doing that. By the way, and uh, um, I hope to talk about that um, at another time, maybe next episode, because uh, this is actually a, a work in progress. So I'll still have updates on this um, this deal that I worked through um, with this distributor, and um, I bought uh, quite a bit, and I bought about about fifteen hundred bucks in inventory, and and. Um, in February, um, you know, good stuff, good quality stuff. It's just, you know, it's, they just didn't, you know, a big company like them, they just didn't, you know, I don't know, they didn't put in front of the right people or they didn't try or, you know, I'm still new to this e-commerce thing. You know, sometimes these big companies, they just move a little slower, you know, and, um, you know, and, and little old me, I can do a little more because I have a little more flexibility, you know. So little old me, I can turn around a product, you know, especially I know it's good. I know it's good stuff because I sold similar products um, the previous uh, last year. That's how I that's how I came in contact with um, with this distrib- distributor. I actually talked about them on a few previous episodes, but, um, you know, I have fifteen hundred dollars in that inventory. Sold through a little bit of it. Some of it, like I said, needs work in terms of positioning it. And getting it in front of uh, getting it getting it in front of enough people um, to sell them more. And I got them, you know, got them very cheap. Um, and also, and uh, and then in March, which not too long ago, uh, it's March now, but not too long ago, I also I bought a um, I bought the remainder of a uh, the remainder of some of the other stuff that they that they have. Um, you know, most and some of it's good stuff, and some of it's not good stuff. And I say good stuff, I mean like you know, fast moving product. Like for example, I have a laptop back, the one I just sold on Poshmark. Uh, also, also sold one on Macari. Um, and uh, um, it's 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 a nice bag, you know. It's, it's a cool, nice bag. It's just, um, I guess it wasn't it, the Amazon listing for it. It just seemed abandoned, you know. It seemed like nobody really put a lot of effort into it the title is just really weak um the description is really weak and um um until i figure out how to you know make it better i've just been putting it on different platforms so i've been um selling selling a few of them not too many i've been selling a few of them on macari and uh, poshmark so one on poshmark so actually one on poshmark and one on macari 
and um, my next my next step is eBay. Um, I think they'll do really well on eBay, and uh, Poshmark is seeing traction pretty early. Um, after a couple of days of posting, actually, I got a sale from it. So who knows where where um, just time will tell. But this laptop bag, for example, I bought twenty four of them during that first uh, that first purchase. Um, I got it for eight dollars. I bought twenty five of them just to test it. And then um, when I talked to them again in March, they were actually just they they even further discounted um, further discounted these items like half of co- half of their cost. So they're actually losing money, and they're shipping to they're shipping to me for free. So I'm getting these this, these all these products for free shipping, and also um, the the first batch that I got in February that was like at their cost. So you know they still lost money, but they lost money in terms of the shipping. But I paid their I paid what they paid. Um, for the products, uh, which was um, ten dollars for some, for one one product was ten dollars each, and then some products were seven dollars and fifty cents, and then another product was four dollars and fifty cents, four dollars and fifty cents, and some were eight. And then the second batch that I bought, they even they even further discounted some of the stuff that I that I didn't buy. Um, like for example, that purse, I bought more of those. Um, so uh, the first batch, I got twenty five for eight dollars. And um, I bought uh, um, the remainder that they had, 155 or 156 or something like that. Um, 156 I bought um, for $3.50 each. So less than, um, more than half off um, what I bought the 24 for. So um, I want to move those fast. And I bought another, um, uh, and then another product that I, it sells pretty slowly, very slow. I bought 150, 150 of those at ten dollars, same price that I paid during the first batch. They sell very slow though, so my my biggest vulnerability in this purchase are the purse, or the laptop bag, the women's laptop bag, um, and the and the um, the planner, the planner, the ten dollar one. That's not what I'm talking about. It's called. It's a, it's a planner. Um, a daily planner, a weekly planner, and I have a ton of those. That's where most of the money comes from, or most of my purchase went towards because of the volume, the sheer volume. Um, and then I bought a f- just maybe 20, 30, and I have a lot. And, and everything else, uh, I have a few of. Um, I have a few high dollar ones. The say I'm, 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 I'm talking about the second batch. I know I'm stuttering because I'm talking forever kind of getting tired a little bit but anyways um but but the second batch that i, that I have i've uh, spent about four grand and 1600 was in the planner and about 400 dollars was in the laptop bags um and then everything else are are things that i can sell like um at very high margins i'm getting i'm getting like maybe 10 10 different SKUs at five dollars um actually what am I talking about? I have the numbers right here. They're right in front of me. Yeah, so my biggest vulnerability is that in a slow slow moving planner that I need to, you know, push faster or get sold faster. Uh spent sixteen hundred sixty on that one skew. And then the other skew is a laptop purse, which is finding some traction, but you know, but the margin's gonna be pretty good on that when I sell it. Um and I'm doing quick sell, like, you know, 
I'm selling for ten bucks. You know what I'm saying? Like the purses, the laptop bags. I mean, I got I got them for three fifty. I want to you know I want to net like ten bucks off off the sale. You know, uh, not not net, but um, um, bef- before my you know af- after I take a how do I say this? Uh, um, gross profit. Okay, yeah, gross profit. So yeah, gross profit. Um, I want to um, on the laptop purse. So ten ten dollars minus three fifty is six fifty. So gross profit. I want um, six fifty in that case, right? Um, that's um, about a little over two hundred percent return on investment. And my costs aren't really that much. I mean, because I can. I mean, there's the. Um, Actually, no. Let's take that back. Net profit, I want $6.50 because my costs are only the selling fees on whatever platform that I sell it on. All right? The selling fees and if I sell on, if I sell on Amazon, it's the selling fees and the shipping fee. Um, but after selling fees and shipping fee, I want $10 and then I want to subtract my cost of goods sold so I leave them with six fifty. So just something real simple, you know, real cheap. You know, this bag is... Uh, it, the tag on it says sixty dollars, but I don't. It, I don't think it's worth sixty bucks. Maybe it is, but if you try, if I try to sell it for sixty, I'm, it's never gonna sell. Um, so just quick sales, bam, 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 right? But anyways, um, so in this third, in the second batch that I got, I have a hundred fifty-seven laptop bags, a hundred sixty-six of the planners. That's my biggest vulnerability is. I need to really focus on moving those a little faster. Um, and how I do that is selling on multiple flat, multiple platforms. Um, um. Um, advertising, paying for advertising on my on my listings on Amazon, right? And editing the listing, the laptop listing on Amazon, make it look a little better. Um, maybe change the pictures, but definitely change the title. Um, put some advertising on it, and um, you know, just get it in front of more people. But um, but yeah, but if I'm selling on Poshmark, eBay, and Macari, and Amazon, I should be able to see some some sales pretty rapidly and and now it doesn't have to be that rapid i mean it's uh, you know and here's why is here's why here's why it doesn't need to be that rapid because um i have other items out of this 3800 out of this 4000 um purchase 4000 dollar purchase that i bought for $5 i probably have about 